Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hi, and welcome back. You might want to grab a seatbelt for today's episode and turn your podcast player off of one and a half playback speed if it's set there because I am fired up and full steam ahead and today is going to be a fun one. Um, Just kidding. If you listen on one and a half speed, I'm actually going to not try to talk super, super fast. I'm going to try to slow my roll, which is going to be hard to do because I have been so excited to tell you about something and I've been holding in a little secret like it is a burp at a wedding. Actually, I'm really excited to tell you about two things. Do you want to know what they are? Well, I will tell you as we get into our topic today. But first, I do want to take a quick minute to introduce myself, because if you are a first-time listener, you need to know who the quirky host is behind the microphone, and I want to be sure that you feel effervescently welcomed into the world of the She Built This podcast. The podcast is really more than just a podcast. It's a whole conversation, and we continue the chit-chat and connect with each other in the She Built This community, which is an offshoot of this podcast, and it is an online group for women entrepreneurs. We more than welcome you in, and you can find all the information for that in the show notes. I'm Emily Aborn. I'm the founder and leader of She Built This, the podcast, and the group. I'm a content copywriter, and I'm also... No, I'm not going to tell you that yet. That's part of the big secret. I'm getting ahead of myself. I often remind my clients, my writing clients, and people that I'm sharing information with in content-related workshops that I practice what I preach before I preach it. I walk the walk, if you will, before I talk the talk. But I mean it. I'm really alongside you, like testing, creating, experimenting, tinkering, adjusting, um, seeing what works and what doesn't work. And I'm on this journey with you of learning and refining, both when it comes to my message and also my offerings. So as part of this commitment to ongoing education in business and in life, this year I signed up for a really immersive SEO course with Erin Alilla, which is specific for copywriters like me who want to improve their skills by actually putting the skills into practice. So as part of the course, we are learning how to create impactful content by actually creating the impactful content. And then we study it, and then we move forward based on what we learn. I am having so much fun, like the time of my life with this course. Erin is really, really informative, and the word nerd inside me has just come to life. I love that she has answers to my many, many questions, and especially like why things work and certain things don't work, why we make choices, why we don't make other choices. And Erin, also, what I also love about this is it's really challenging me to try out new strategies and new ideas and turn things over in a different way when it comes to content. And Also, I love a good spreadsheet and Erin has a spreadsheet for like just about anything we could ever want in life. So in this course, 
our monthly homework, if you will, is to create six pieces of content that we are actually putting into action and testing it out in various ways. So for me, that has broken down to working on some blogs, some of my website pages and podcast posts, depends on the way that the cards fall. And oftentimes I will use what I generate in this podcast in some form or fashion as well. So last month, April, the task was to take a single topic. And for me, it was the topic of repurposing content. And we had to talk about this topic from six different angles. Oi, you might think, and I thought this too, that you would get really, really sick of talking about the same thing all month or that you would run out of things to say about it because you're just essentially repeating yourself, right? But I want to share with you because for me, it ended up being my most loquacious, my most prolific content month possibly ever. And the ideas just kept leading to like more and more and more and bigger ideas as I went along. So I created blog after blog. I came up with a whole workshop about repurposing. I sent out emails touching on the topic. I had social media graphics and quotes related to it. It was like this fully integrated experiencing of repurpose experience of repurposing and then repurposing about the repurposing. And I'll tell you what, none of it felt hard. Like, in fact, it actually felt very, very easy. And I think that some of it was because that as I was repeating myself, as I was saying the same thing in a different way, so much more came out of that than I could have even expected. And it gave me so much energy and clarity. And that's why it felt so easy. Not to mention that when we do choose to repurpose our content, it should make our lives a whole lot easier. And this whole podcast episode is not about repurposing, but I do, while we're on the topic, I do want to emphasize that repurposing is not just cut and paste. Like I was not just spending my entire month copying and pasting, okay? If, if you're like, oh, Emily, I already do that. I repurpose, I copy and paste. Hold the phone right there or your AirPods or whatever you're using to listen. Repurposing is not just a matter of copy and pasting. That is called cross-posting or in layman's terms, copying and pasting. So for example, if and also, I have no problem with copy, copy and paste. It can save you tons of time. I love cross-promoting onto other platforms. It's a big, it has a lot of the same benefits of repurposing. It's just not what I'm talking about in this particular month where I spent talking about repurposing. So for example, if you cut and paste your post from Instagram, share it to LinkedIn, that is called cross-posting. If you copy and paste from your email and share those exact words to Instagram, that is called cross-posting. It's also a form of repurposing, but I do think that repurposing is a little bit of an art and you sometimes have to put things into context for people. You sometimes do have to sort of um, alter it a little bit depending on how you choose to reshare it. For example, I wouldn't just sit here on my podcast and read you my blog. I mean, some of you probably are like, that would be lovely, Emily. But I wouldn't just sit here and read you my blog. I would rework it in a way that would work for a podcast. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, in this instance, thinking of your, that was my mom. I'm thinking of, I'm talking about thinking of your message 
through different lenses and different angles and like approaching it in approaching kind of like an old thing in a new way. Like I want to bring new life to maybe something that you're already talking about, something you're already sharing about, or uh, maybe there's a big, big topic in your business that you talk about like money mindset or overwhelm or anxiety. And there's just so many different ways that you could share about it. I mean, you could literally talk about it for an entire month straight. So that's kind of what I'm talking about today. Using myself as the example, when it came specifically to repurposing, here are the different things I wrote about. And like, honestly, I could, this list could keep on going. I I wasn't even done. I felt like I barely scratched the surface. But I wrote about repurposing blogs. I wrote about repurposing podcasts. I wrote about repurposing video content. I wrote about repurposing social media posts. And also how to create a content bank for like, like any event or promotion or workshop or offering in your business, which I am going to share a little bit about in this episode. And then I also wrote another one, which is like why your blog might not be getting the traffic you want. And part of that was, well, are you repurposing it in different ways and leading people to the blog? So like I said, I could have kept going. Um, I also got this, I also created an entire event around repurposing. And I want to really, like, I really wanted to show people how to do it. Because as I got talking about it and sharing with it uh, in a written form, I was like, there is so much more to this. I really want to break it down visually for people. And so we went ahead and did that event as well. And I think that's it. I mean, technically, this podcast is sort of like an offshoot of that as well. So let's just say I repurposed it all into this podcast too. But what I kind of want to have you understand is... I ended up coming at this same exact topic from a lot of different angles. And I I literally talked about the same exact thing for a month straight. And in doing so, I somehow managed to create more than I have ever done before, more easily than ever before. And like the whole time I had, you know, my normal full client load. I'm not saying this to brag. This is this is my job to learn this stuff and play around with it. So there is also that there's like zero comparison here if that's where your brain went. But what I what I'm saying is I want to talk about this importance of repeating ourselves and and how you're not really repeating yourself um, over and over and over again, because I think there is so much value when we have a repetition uh, to our message. And so I wanted to share the lessons I learned during this month of repeating myself over and over again to help you with your content and your messaging too. So here I am reporting live from the field on the lessons and just talk about why actually it helps our message to be more effective when we do uh, employ or or tap into the art of repetition. So are you ready to dive in? I am too. Otherwise, I obviously wouldn't be here. Woo, I think that was the first breath I've taken so far in this episode. Okay, lesson number one uh, that I learned in this month. You are not annoying. And when you do repeat yourself and your message. So first of all, I could definitely, I just want to caveat this by saying like, I could see that it would be annoying if you said the same exact thing every single day. And I'm talking the same exact thing every single day. This is not 
that, okay? You're not, we're not annoying when we do repeat the things that we stand for and we repeat the things that we are promoting. I want us to have confidence and comfort when it comes to promoting our products and services. I mean, we are in business and businesses make money and often the way to make the money is to offer said products and services. So I just want to give you that like confidence and comfort that you're not annoying if you promote your products and services and if you repeat that you have products and services. Again, we are in business. It's also not annoying when you share your event or your retreat or your workshop or your podcast episode or your blog more than once. And I want to really have us realize and understand that like not everybody sees it the first time. We actually have to share the things more than one time. First of all, um, sometimes I, I find that if one of my friends is sharing something and then they just kind of stop sharing it, I wonder if it's if it's been canceled or if it's not happening anymore. Um, secondly, there are all different types of buyers and I'm the kind of buyer where I will see something online. I put a date in my calendar to actually go revisit it and make my decision then because I'm not I don't tend to be an impulse buyer unless I am, uh, which is another story for another day, but I don't tend to be an impulse buyer. So I will literally put a date on my calendar. For example, the main women's conference, I know I'm going, but I've put a date in my calendar for the day that I'm going to buy the thing. So just remember, like not everybody is buying the first time that they see it. Not everybody puts dates in their calendar to go back and buy something like people are moving quickly. And they also are not seeing it all of the times that you share it. Like they don't follow you all the places. They're often going to pass by certain forms of content, which is why it's helpful for you to kind of share it in different ways and in different and using different visual cues. Um, and then here's another thing that happens. Sometimes people go onto the platform, they see your thing, they click on your website, uh, or or they are like, ooh, I'll come back to that, and then they get distracted. So just remember, like, we need to share our events, our workshops, our podcast episodes, our products more than once. And it's not annoying when you do. People need repetition for it to land. Like, lots of repetition. Um, I think it used to actually be seven touch points. And I've got to think that it's gone like way, way up from there because we are just inundated and bombarded with messages. I mean, I mean, hold on. Okay, I just Googled it and it still says we only need eight touch points, but I have to believe that it's it's got to be higher than that. I mean, it's 2023 and there is a lot coming at us really, really fast. So just remember, people do need us to be repetitive in our messaging and in what we're sharing for it to land. And, and then just to kind of close this, I really want us to reframe the word repetition, like if it has any negative uh, connotations to you, just reframe repetition as cohesion in your messaging. Think of it as a way to bring like a sense of relief to people like, ah, this is what they're talking about. This is what they say, you know, and I do want to say like the more cohesive we are with our messaging, the more we kind of like repeat ourselves, people start to hear uh, those things in their brains. Like they will start hearing your voice in their head. <laughs> the more that you repeat your little catchphrases and your important reminders and your messages and the very unique way that you say it. So just reframe repetition as cohesion. It kind of like brings your messaging all together and keeps it nice and clear and nice and concise. It's truly a gift to be repetitive. So lesson number two, 
My second takeaway from the month of repeating myself, there is so much to share on the same thing, like from angles that you have not even considered yet. So I recently wrote a blog and I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes. It's called A Content Bank for Every Occasion. And it's how to create a content bank for a single product, event, podcast appearance, etc. And what I mean by a content bank is simply like different posts that you can share around the exact same thing. So I will use in this example, an event, okay? So when sharing about an event, you know, what I often see is that people just keep repeating the same bullet points over and over and over again. But the other option is to actually bring people into it as an experience every single step of the way. And you can do this with anything. You can do it with a product. You can do it with a podcast appearance. You can do it with a podcast. You can do it with something you're launching. So bringing people into the experience every step of the way by by visiting all of these different angles, okay? Why did you decide to do the event? Who will be there? What exactly is it? So dive into the details. Share about the sponsors. Why did you choose those sponsors? Show the venue. Show the special features of the venue and the characteristics of the venue. Share quotes that are inspiring and energizing or that relate to the theme of the event. Maybe give like a little peek behind the scenes at the goodies or the gifts that people will be receiving. Maybe share some stats and facts that relate to the purpose of the day. You can share reminders to get the tickets. You can share countdowns, contests, giveaways, helpful resources or tips about the day, like prepping them for what they can expect, what they should wear, what to bring, et cetera, et cetera. And then of course, um, posts that help to answer frequently asked questions. And I wanna say that you can do this for almost anything that you're sharing. You can get all of that from just one single event or workshop or podcast episode or podcast. And of course, like I said, I wrote a whole blog about this, which I will include in the show notes, content bank for every occasion, but it's just really amazing. Lesson number two, it is really amazing how much you can come up with around one topic. When you decide to go deeper on that topic, when you decide to be quote, repetitive with that topic rather than wider. Lesson number three, consistency is one of the most powerful tools that you have. And Before we get all up in arms about this word, because I know that there is some controversy around it, consistency is not to be confused with frequency. I hear this all the time. Consistency does not mean every day. It could mean every day. It doesn't have to mean every week. It could mean every week. But what those people are talking about, that is frequency. Consistency is deciding on the cadence or the frequency and then doing it regularly being consistent, uh, being cohesive and congruent with your message. That's another piece of consistency, brand consistency. You know, are you always saying things in the same way? Are you sharing visuals in the same way? That is consistency. And consistency is not just for you. It is for other people. You know, it for, for for, for you, let's let's speak to you first. First, it gets your butt in the seat on a regular basis and uh, making touch points with the, the community and the people that you're sharing with. And for them, it builds this like, no, trust. Um, I want to say familiarity 
Consistency builds familiarity. And in my opinion, it is really one of the most powerful tools we have as as marketers, but also like for any habit that you want to build or any goal that you want to reach. I find that like when I decide to be consistent with something, yes, it gets me through the day to day. And it helps me to take those tough routines and annoying things and just kind of make them like a little bit more automatic so that I can reach my goals and it's a little bit less friction. It helps keep you motivated if you just like say, I am going to be consistent with this thing. But here's what I think another thing to think about when it does come to being consistent. When I decide to be consistent with something, I have to ask myself, well, is this something that I really, really want? Like, am I going to do I see myself falling off with this? And if so, why? Do I even really want this thing? Um, and I, I do have to ask myself, like, why I want this? Why it matters? Why am I doing it in the first place? Once I've decided that, consistency is a whole lot easier. Personally, and this is only what works for me, I'm not saying that this is going to work for everybody, but I just don't give myself a choice after I've decided to do something and be consistent with it. So, After I say I'm going to be consistent with this thing, unless I've changed my mind and decided not to do it anymore, I just don't give myself a choice not to do it. So I think some of you have probably heard my flossing story. Uh, Back in, uh, let's see, it was 2020, my dentist told me that I needed to start making flossing a consistent habit. And I had always struggled. Like I was I flossed, but it just wasn't regular. It wasn't consistent. And I, I wanted to get better at it, but I just like couldn't make it part of my routine. So I don't know if you, uh, some of you have heard this episode, but I have the authors of the book Streaking by Jamie and Jeffrey Downs on my podcast. And no, that's not a book about like running on your campus naked. It's about taking consistent conscious actions that end up when you look back on them, uh, changing your life. So I had them on my show. And we talked about streaking and he said, well, why don't you just create a streak around it? And I was like, oh, okay. So from the day on that my dentist told me I needed to floss my teeth, I made a streak and I just never, ever, ever stopped. And I have been flossing my teeth since that day, every single day. Now, I'm not talking about like when it does come to sharing things and being consistent with tasks and stuff like that, you do need to cut yourself some slack, right? We do need to take breaks. We need to take time off and regroup. Like, Obviously, uh, flossing, I I do do consistently. That is something I can do every single day, but there are things that you can't. So when you do decide that you're not going to be consistent with something or you are going to take a break, just make sure that you're making that choice intentionally and mindfully and not just because you don't feel like doing it that day. For example, I've been working on adding some healthy habits in my life, like taking a morning walk and taking, uh, ending my showers with a cold, a, a long cold of long burst of cold water. And there was a day last month that I could feel my body was like, I know you want to be consistent, Emily, and do this every single day, but no, not today. Not today, Emily. And I think that the same applies for everything that we do. You know, we do need to take breaks and we do need to take time off, but creating a consistency or a frequency that works for you and then being consistent with it when you get into that, you have suddenly put a whole lot more time in than you think. You've gotten a whole lot more momentum and consistent action, as as cliche as it is, consistent action does lead to consistent results. I hate to say the obvious, but it is true. Okay. Lesson number four, you can drastically improve your craft no matter what it is by doing it more 
often. I read a stat that it was actually in a meme, but it was a stat that said if you do something for 100 minutes a year, which breaks down to about 18 minutes a day, you will be better at doing that thing than 95% of the world's population. 95% will be in the top 5%. So it's again, just this reminder that like, if you do want to improve something like your writing or your message, repetition, doing it again and again and again and again can help you to be more effective. And it can help you to be more effective at just about anything. So this could be true for you for painting or one thing I find is that that has been true for me with podcasting. You know, like I have been a podcaster now for four, almost five years, and it has been through a lot of repetition that I've been able to improve that. I did not start out. I'm not saying I'm like some fantastic podcaster, but I didn't start out where I am now. Like it took a lot of time. Lesson number five, you learn a lot about what you think, what you feel, and what you want to share by sharing it and creating it. Um, I think that content creation is just as much for us as the, as the one creating it as it is for other people. Like for me, it is so much about the process, which is what gets under my skin with a lot of this AI stuff, but that is another topic for another day coming soon. Um, but I do think that it is so much part of the process. Like as you create, you get information, you get feelings about what you're creating. Um, even with this podcast episode, I started creating it and then I kind of had to go back and be like, mm, I need to tweak this a little bit. Like you start to understand what you feel about things, what you believe about things, where you draw the line, where you're willing to expand. It teaches you so much about yourself, what you love, what drives you, what lights you up, why you care, what gets under your skin. Um, sometimes I cannot figure out what I think about something until I write it. And then I have to write it sometimes, think about it, write it, think about it, write it, think about it. And then sometimes I still don't even know what I think. No, just kidding. That is actually something I'm working at and getting a lot better at. Uh, get, getting better at is knowing what I think and not second guessing it a million times. But I just want to encourage you that, you know, it is so much in the creation of content that you really start to learn like what that message is, what matters most to you, and what you really want to be sharing about. So that is kind of what brings me to this big revelation and announcement that I want to make because four and a half years in, and I'll be sharing more about how this sort of came to me and the actual numbers that like backed my decision in an episode in June and really how this all came to be. But after a lot of thinking and writing and writing and thinking over the past, you know, five years now, it's like the light bulb has turned on and I know what my heart and my soul really want to be talking about. And so I have decided to start another podcast. When you are listening to this episode on May 10th or somewhere very soon thereafter, it is less than one week from my new podcast being live in the world. And 
don't worry, don't panic. The She Built This podcast is actually not going anywhere. Um, and I want to reassure some of you because I can hear you being like, oh my God, she's going to be so busy. No, I'm not actually biting off more than I can chew. Um, things are going to stay mostly the same around here with the She Built This podcast with just one small difference. I will be focusing solely on hand-selected guests. So what I really want, what I really desire for you is that you're going to be able to listen in to some really interesting conversations, get engaged with the topics in both in the She Built This community and in the real world. Like I want you to share these topics and these conversations and these uh, curiosity provoking insights with friends. And we'll also be using this podcast as a way to really lift others up and give you access to resources and sometimes like the reassurances that we need as entrepreneurs. So the She Built This podcast is, is going nowhere, I will be reducing the frequency of the show to once every other week. That is going to be starting this summer. And that's a decision I made because number one, um, I I want to have capacity to bring my very best self to each and everything that I do and each and every episode. And number two, I want to give you time to actually like listen and enjoy both and kind of both formats as I launch my new show. So put a little note in your calendar. I will be reminding you next week, of course. And if you're on my email list, you'll get it via email. But Content with Character, that is the name of the new podcast. Content with Character's first episode airs Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. Keep your eyes and ears peeled so you can be one of the first listeners and subscribers and hear the new episodes when they go live. Content with Character is my chance to share with just you and me on topics around content and visibility and marketing. And it's just going to be my way of like giving you tons of ideas to infuse more character and more you into what you're creating and doing it your way you know, so that you can stand out from the noise in the in the really unique, with the really unique personality that you have. So if you want to be part of the dream team, helping me spread the word about the new podcast, send me a message on whatever platform you and I are connected on. I would welcome your help with open arms. And I should probably add that to our list of lessons too. Like it is okay to repetitively ask for help. It is okay to ask for help. Okay, if you are thinking to yourself like, oh my God, Emily, how on earth did you have time to set this into motion and start creating this thing during your most loquacious month ever? I'll tell you my little secret. Do not hit me, but it is consistency. Consistent, small steps every day. And sometimes I gotta say, they were like painfully small steps. So I just personally challenge myself. I will take one small step every single day to launching this podcast. Today's small step, for example, was simply including it as part of this podcast. So every single day, I just did one tiny thing. It could be extremely minuscule to move myself towards the goal. So let's just recap the lessons I shared uh, from from being repetitive and why it is effective for your message. So top lessons from repeating myself a month. Um, number one, it's not annoying. It's not annoying. We are in business 
to make money and it's not annoying when you repeat that you are making, that you have products and services. Lesson number two, there is so much power in going deeper on something versus wider, like so much power. Lesson number three, consistency is one of the most powerful tools you have for yourself and for the people that are following you. Lesson number four, repetition is super effective for improving your skills in just about anything and improving your craft. And lesson number five, you really start to hone in on and get clarity around what you really think, what you really feel simply as you get started in creating and expressing yourself. Okay, one more thing. I know, I told you this was a super exciting episode. Uh, Also kicking off this month is a four-part workshop series that I am doing with fellow writer Karen Kenny. It is called The Content Compass, and it is like all things content, all things writing. We're going to cover storytelling from your everyday life, how to create a really simple content framework for yourself, find your true north and get like really clear on the inside and congruent on the inside before sharing outside, how to be uncopycatable by by being you, um, also giving credit to other people for their brilliant work and how actually that can also help to help to make you be more of an expert in what you do. And we're also we're just so much in the vein of writing and sharing your message with the world in a way that doesn't dance to the beat of everybody else's drum. So the link for that, the Content Compass, the four-part workshop series is in the show notes and that's gonna be starting on May 17th. Um, okay, thank you for listening. Like I said, the links for everything will be in the show notes. I just wanna express how much I love and appreciate you. I'm so glad that we've been on this journey together on this podcast and I know I repeat myself a whole lot on this show, but now hopefully you understand a little bit more about why. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.